back and relax. Or you can sit on a tap. Cause it's a half hour radio show. Oh, you can open a beer and pour it right in your ear. Cause it's a half hour radio show. You can turn the TV off. Read a book by Nabokov. Please look to the left and cough. Now to the right. Now to the left. Or you can sit on a chair. Stand on your head on the stairs. Cause it's a half hour radio show. Get up, sit down, look left and right, and then just sit back. Hang up the phone, shut off the kids, and go get a snack. This show's no worse than falling for a nuclear attack. It's a half hour radio. Now on the radio. Half hour radio show. Hello, I'm Tom Curley. And I'm Jeff Crow. And this is a half-hour radio show. And we have a great show planned for you tonight. That's right. And what's really great is that we not only have a great show planned, but we're actually going to be able to play it. That's because right. Because even though this is our third show, we haven't really been able to play anything we actually wrote. That's right. Because, you see, during our first show, the station we were on was sold. That's right. And the new management fired the old management. That's right. And the new management installed computers to replace all the people that worked on the station. That's right. Fortunately, just before the end of our last show, the computer that was running the station came down with a a computer virus. That's and right. And he went home sick and left us in charge of our own show. That's right. And hopefully we will be able to get through a whole show before he recovers and comes back. That's wrong. So, to begin... What? I said, that's wrong. What's wrong? Our boss, the uh, March Hare computer, it's not coming back. It isn't? Nope. No kidding. How come? Well, after the computer went home, and we went off the air, yeah. uh, the computer didn't program anything, yeah. so the station didn't play anything. Nothing? For two days. <laughs> this station broadcast dead air for two days? Wow, no wonder they fired him. Oh, they, they didn't fire him because of the dead air. They didn't? How come? Well, because the ratings went up two full points during that time period. Oh, then why did they fire him? He asked for a raise. Oh. And a half-hour radio show will be back right after these messages. I... I remember her hair. It fell in golden ringlets around her face. Her eyes, cerulean blue, gazing at me with the innocence of youth, extreme youth. Like a golden butterfly, she flitted through my life, touching my soul and my mind and my, my... My mother sucks her dirty sweat socks. Possession. The scent that brings out the devil in you. Oh, the smell of it. Smell this, you butthead. Possession. Hi, we're back on a half-hour radio show, and as we said earlier, we have a great show planned for you. That's right. For the first time, we're going to present all of our regular features. Hello, this is a half-hour radio show. Uh, tips for fishermen? Oh, really? Uh, with, with the old salt, Amos yeah, P. Graveleg, yeah, yeah, and uh, Ask Dr. Dog with our host, but, Dr. But, George but, A. Dog, yeah, who was named after his father. We're on the air. He, he's a dog, uh, too. Yeah, I understand, but couldn't we just... And, uh, of course, we have all right, episode three of Sterling Good Bronson... Lord. Yeah, all right. Yeah, oh, goodbye, space sir. Space engineer. I know I'm going to regret this, but who are you talking to? The new management. I knew I was going to regret it. They want to see us. They? Yes, they. It seems the owners now subscribe to the team concept of upper management. Team concept? Ah, yeah. We're now part of team radio. Team radio? Yeah, team radio. I hate sports. Yeah, well, they want to see us. Great. When? Now. Now! 
but, but we're on the air. Yeah, I know. That's what I told them. And what did they say? They said, we're a team. We're all on the radio. Am I in candid camera? Come on, let's go. That's it. I'm on candid camera. I know it. A uh, 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 half hour radio show will be back, we hope, right after this. You've worked hard and now you've made it. I'm a full partner or I walk with my accounts. You make decisions that change the world. Tell Khashoggi and the West Germans to get together on this or I'll go directly to Gorby. But as the beautiful, rich and intelligent woman, there's one problem you can't seem to control. Ah, mon cher, du magst mir ganz verlucht. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Marvin, put on your pants and go home. But there's a scent just for women like you. A scent that will just kill your men. Ah, uh, but mon cher, you're sick. And it, it, <laughs> and it'll kill them dead. Get me quail. For the woman who hasn't time for après play, Venom, the perfume that does it all. Venom from the makers of Musk for Men. Hi, folks. We're back here on a half hour radio show, and right now we're, uh, we're, we're standing in the hallway. Right, we're standing in the hallway. Like a couple of jerks. The, right, like a cup. No. No, we're here to see the new management of this station. A couple of and, other jerks. Right. No. Wrong. We stop that. Stop what? Knock on the door. Stop what? Come on in. The door to team radio is always open. Uh, excuse me. The, the door is locked. Oh, sorry. Come on in. Welcome to the team. Uh, thanks. Yeah, uh, thanks. I... Oh, yeah. Would you lock the door behind you? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Love you, babe. So come on in. Sit down. Relax. Welcome to Team Radio. Uh, uh thanks. thanks <clears throat> I, I guess. I'm Bob. This is Bill, and this is Babs. Hi. Hello. And we just want to say welcome to Team Radio. Right, Bill? Right, Bob. Right, Babs? Right, Bob. Uh, that's very nice, but, but we'd like to know sort of why we're here. We're here because we're all part of the team. Right, Bill? Right, Bob. Right, Babs? Right, Bob. Uh, right, uh, B Bob, uh, what I mean is I'd like to know why we're here right now, Bob. Y you see, our show's on the air, Bob. Here at Team Radio, we like to think we're all on the air. Right, Bill? Right, Bob. Right, Babs? Right, Bob. I'm on candid camera, right, Bob? Come on, it's okay, Bob. I can take it, Bob. Uh, 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 excuse him, he's just concerned about our show. Of course he's concerned. I'm concerned. We're all concerned. Right, Babs? Right, Bob. Concerned, Bob. Really concerned, Bob. And do you know why we're concerned? Uh, no, Bob. Because we're all part of the team. <laughs> right, Bob. The team, Bob. Okay, where's the camera, Bob? I know it's here somewhere, Bob. Uh, uh, uh now you, you don't understand. We're somewhere. concerned that you're going to change our show. Change your show? Yeah. Change your show? Uh -huh. Of course not. We want you to know right up front that we're behind you 110%. 110%. Your show is hot. It's happening. It's now. You're the best. The best, Bob. Absolutely, Bob. We love you guys, and I mean that. I'm having a deja vu. However, we would like to talk about some minor tweaking. Tweaking? Right. Tweaking. We want to make a few improvements. Improvements, a few small changes. A complete overhaul of the show from top to bottom. Top to bottom, Bob. What? What? What about the name of the show? What about it? What is it? But what is it? It's a half-hour radio show. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Tell me, how long is it? How long is it? It's a half-hour long. It's not long enough. Too short, Bob. Not long enough, Bob. What's not long enough? A half-hour. A half-hour's not long enough? How long do you think a half-hour should be? Uh, longer. Gotta be longer, Bob. Definitely longer, Bob. Longer than what? Longer than a half hour. This isn't candid camera. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Bob, just what are you trying to say? The show should be an hour long. An hour? But it's a half hour radio show. If we make the show an hour long, 
How can we call it a half-hour radio show? Hmm. Good point. Executive thinking. A1, Bob. Right on the money, Bob. So you mean you're not going to change the show? Hell no. We're going to change the name of the show. New name, Bob. A new name? But, but I love I, it. It's hot. It's happening. It's now, Bob. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Bob. You're tense. I can tell. Tense? Can I give you tense? Let me out of Wait, wait, wait. Calm down. Calm down. I'm going to make you blast tense. I'm going to tell. Calm down. Calm down. A half hour radio show will be back right after this. And now it's time once again to take rod in hand and move it up and down a lot with more Tips for Fishermen with your host, the old salt, Amos P. Graveleg. Today, Amos shows us how to fall out of a boat. And now, here's Amos. Pardon? Oh, yeah. Uh, today, we're gonna learn how to fall out of a boat. Well, uh, first you get a lake to fall into, and then you get a boat to fall out of. And and I usually roll the boat out to where it's sort of deep so as I don't hit my head on the bottom. Then I just sort of lean over the side like this until I fall. You've been listening to Tips for Fishermen with the old salt, Amos P. Gravelade. Stay tuned next time when Amos shows us how to clean a fish. Well, first you get a fish to clean, then something like a Brillo pad or a washcloth. Tips for Fishermen was written and produced by somebody else, so don't blame me for it. Uh, hi, uh, we're back on a half-hour radio show, and if you just tuned in, we're currently in the office of our new station management team, and we... We need a gun! Will you calm down? You know, team, I just got to tell all of you right up front that I just love that tips for fishes thing you guys do. Great stuff, Bob. It's hot, Bob. But I really feel we should, you know, keep our options open. Executive thinking, Bob. For instance, the host, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Amos P. Graveleg. Whatever. Now, how about this? The old guy not only gives you fishing tips, but he also is a kung fu master. What? Great concept, Bob. I love it, Bob. Yeah, and he could take on a young sidekick. I love it. Who was orphaned at birth. And raised by a mysterious order of monks. Who taught him how to fight. But not how to fish. I love it, Babs. It's great, Bob. It's great, Bob. It's totally ridiculous, Bob! Uh, you're talking about a 93-year-old man who gives people lessons on how to fall out of a boat! I mean, he cleans fish with a Brillo pad! I mean, I mean... You're... I can tell. Uh, uh, look, uh, Bob, Bill, uh, Babs, whatever, uh, maybe if you just heard some of our other regular features, you, you'd understand what it is we're trying to do here. Great idea. Executive thinking. A1, Bob. Uh, a half-hour radio show will be back right, right after this. This is 48 Seconds, a radio magazine. I'm not Mike Wallace. I am not Harry Reisner. I'm not Morley Safer. And I'm not Ed Bradley. And this is 48 Seconds. Where we turn our producers and technicians loose to cover as much of our weekly topic as is possible. In 48 seconds. Hey, wait, 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 what are you doing? This is great stuff, guys. Great stuff, Bob. But there's something... Missing. Missing, Bob. Definitely missing, Bob. I think it's the name of the feature. Bad name, Bob. Hate it, Bob. It needs something. Something, Bob. It needs round numbers. That's it, Bob. Round numbers, Bob. Round numbers? What are you talking about? Numbers. I'm talking numbers. The show would 
flow better with round numbers. Round numbers? Absolutely. Round numbers like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. That's it. 50 seconds. 50 seconds? Love it, Bob. I don't believe this. You're saying that 48 seconds will be a better show if we call it 50 seconds? Look at 60 minutes. 2020. 30-something. I rest my case. You're saying that, that 60 minutes is a number one rated show? Just because it has a round number in the title? Numbers don't lie. Sure don't. Look at West 57th Street. A bomb, 7.4 rating with a 14 share. A turkey. No round numbers. Uh, I'm not sure about this. Trust me, it'll work. This is 48 seconds. What? Oh, really? Well, sure, okay. This is 50 Seconds, a radio magazine. I'm not Mike Wallace. I'm not Harry Reasoner. I'm not Morley Safer. And I'm not Ed Bradley. And this is 40, uh, 50 Seconds, where each week we turn our producers and technicians loose to cover as much of our weekly topic as is possible. In 48, uh, 50 seconds. And we're out of time. We've got two more seconds. Two, one, not anymore, Ed. I'm not Ed. And this has been 48, uh, 50 seconds. This has been 48, a 50 seconds, a radio magazine. I don't believe this. Relax. Well, what do you think, team? Great, Bob. Love it, Bob. I'm going to kill you, Bob. Wait, wait, wait. Calm down. Oh, that's uh, it, look, Bob. Uh, Bob, that's, that's nice, Bob. but you still don't seem to that's understand Bob. what we're trying to do here. We're trying to kill you, Bob. You relax. Now, look, uh, Bob. Um, how about if we, we play another, another one of our features, okay? How about if we order an airstrike on this room? Uh, look, we'll be back on a half-hour radio show right after this, folks. Really, we will. I mean, honest. It's time again for Ask Dr. Dog, the show that gives the answers dogs want to hear. With noted canine American researcher, Dr. George A. Dog, let's Ask Dr. Dog. Hi again, and welcome to Ask Dr. Dog. <laughs> Y yes, I'm, I'm getting to it. As you know, on Ask Dr. Dog, we answer the questions that you dogs out there have written in. And our question today comes from a Labrador retriever in Upper New York State, and we'll be getting to that question in just a moment. Huh? Later, after the show. You've all seen the Upsio lads on TV. What you didn't see were large nurses and orderlies pouncing on people, making them take the Upsi place test. Here's what Mel Resnick had to say. Could you uh, tell us what happened? What do you mean, what happened? I was walking down Pitkin Avenue when some wise guy in a blue coat smiles at me real nice and says, you want to take the taste test? I find out later he says, place test. And then what happened? They said, drop your pants. Next thing I know, I'm getting two suppositories, one right after the other, right up the bum. And which did you pick? Soda, soda. I thought I was going to pick soda. It's a fact. Three out of five ass interviewed couldn't tell the difference. But don't take our word for it. Take the upsy plunge. You should all be in jail. Said later after the show. Oh, hi, we're back. Uh, our question today comes from a Labrador retriever in Upper New York State who writes, Dear Dr. Dog, my human has developed the strangest game. He takes a stick and throws it away. And then he yells, Fetch, boy, fetch, and drives me nuts until I go and get it. The only problem is, when I bring it back, he just throws it away again. I'm getting awfully tired of chasing that stupid stick. Is there any way I can get him to stop this boring, tiring game? And it's signed, Go Fetch Yourself. Yeah, he's upset. Well, that's a problem. What can he do, Dr. Dog? 
He says your problem is you're a retriever. And you're hung up on bringing things back. However, you're right. Fetch is a strange game that humans seem to think is a lot of fun. However, there's an easy way to get him to stop. The next time he throws the stick away, don't bring it back. Don't bring it back. What? Oh, if that doesn't work, hide it. Hide it? And then pretend you can't find it. Then he'll have to go find it. And you can sit and watch, of course. What? Oh, if they find the stick, be sure to reward them and act like you're excited. He says, actually, find the stick is also a stupid game. But it's better than bad. You've been right? listening to Ask Dr. Dog. If you're a dog who has a problem, don't just growl about it. Send in your question to Ask Dr. Dog in care of this station. Great concept. Fantastic concept, Bob. Love it, Bob. Really? Really? Absolutely. Look at what you've done. Look at it. What are we looking at? Got me. Uh, Bob, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? We asked you first. Why, we're looking at a new market. A new breakthrough in programming demographics. A breakthrough, Bob. A dynamic breakthrough, Bob. You've opened up a new market. Dogs. Poochies. Canine Americans. Billions of dollars a year are spent on dogs. Billions, Bob. And there's not a single show on the air devoted to dogs. Not a one, Bob. Until now. Uh, gee, thanks, Bob. Of course. There does seem to be just a little something. Let me guess. Missing, Bob? Yeah, missing. I know it. It needs more dogs. That's it, Bob. More dogs, Bob. And less humans. Less humans, Bob. Dump the humans, Bob. But, but, but without the humans, nobody can understand what the dog is saying. But the dogs will. Get it? A new show about dogs done exclusively for dogs. What? I can hear it now. It's time again for Ask Dr. Dog, the show that gives the answers dogs want to hear. With noted canine American researcher, Dr. George A. Dog, let's ask Dr. Dog. That's it! I've had it! Come! I'm gonna kill him! I'm gonna kill him! That's it! That's it! I can tell. Will you get off him? No, I'm down gonna boy. Him. I'm going relax. to kill him. Relax. 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 Easy. Easy. Down boy. Hey, look. Hey, look. I'm really sorry about this. Uh, listen. Uh, while my partner calms down, uh, you can listen to episode three of Sterling Bronson, Space Engineer. Great idea. Of course, I'm not sure about engineers. What? Engineers. They're not in. They're not happening. Out of it, Bob. It should be a hot profession with a good image, like doctors. Sterling Bronson, space doctor. Or cops. Sterling Bronson, space cop. Or lawyers. That's it. Lawyers, Bob. Sterling Bronson, space lawyer. This is the story of the United Federated Organization ship Sloth, Sloth, and Sloth, an interstellar law firm that seeks out new suits, new courts, new venues, that boldly litigates where no man has litigated before. That's it. I've had it. Are you all crazy? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not our theme song. It's the theme to L.A. law, for God's sake. They'll probably sue us. Now enough! 
is enough! And now, damn it, here is the real episode three of Sterling Bronson, Space Engineer. <laughs> Federated organization ship Sloth, as it and its crew of contentious cosmonauts wander aimlessly through the reaches of interstellar, intergalactic, and interlocutory space. It's five-year mission to go where nobody has bothered to go before. This episode opens on the bridge of the UFO Sloth which has just gotten its first mission in six months. That mission, to rescue Starfleet and the galaxy from the aldehydenous depredations of the rapacious Rumulans, interstellar inebriates and inventors of the fearsome Scotch gun, already employed to distill Starfleet crews into 60-proof blended booze. Calling on the one man able to imbibe and bribe at the same time, Sterling Bronson, chief engineer of the sloth, Clerk discovers there's a mouse in his Mai Tai. Bronson! You're drunk! Aye, sir! But you can't be drunk, not now! Why, sir? Dr. Fema, report to the bridge. Ready, Ivan, report to the bridge. What I have this whole expensive intercom set up here for? I don't make house calls. Now, what's your problem? It's Bronson. He's drunk. So, what else is new? Ever since he fiddled with my food synthesizer down here and got it to spit out scotch, what do you expect? Dr. Femer, you have to sober him up immediately. Why? So he can go out and get drunk again? Exactly. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm coming up there. Spook, you're my science officer. I know that, sir. Don't interrupt. Yes, sir. We are about to go on a very dangerous mission, Spook, and I'm counting on you. I want all your input, all your scientific knowledge. Even if your hunches are illogical, I want to know about it. Even if your hunches are stupid, I want to know about it. Do you understand? I think I can grasp that, Jim. Is there anything in particular you'd like to know? Yes. Who or what are the Romulans? I was afraid you would ask that, Jim. Actually, this is a little-known fact in the galaxy, but the Romulans are actually ancient offshoots, or rather, outcasts from the, um... Uh, what? A Hephaestian race. You mean they're related to you? Well, uh, yes. Uh, sort of. Uh, very distantly, sir. Extremely distantly. This is a matter that uh, causes a great deal of embarrassment to m myself and my family, but you see, it's uh, uh, actually... All right, Spook, distantly. You see, sir, thousands and thousands of years ago, my planet Hephaestia was on the brink of disaster. Our emotions were running rampant and we were destroying ourselves. Wait a minute, Spook. You always told me Hephaestians have no emotions. Well, it's a little secret we try to keep to ourselves, but we do have emotions. We just can't control them. It was not uncommon in ancient Hephaestia to hear entire groups of people laughing themselves to death. Have you ever seen someone literally cry their eyes out? Uh, uh, well, well, no, Spook, but, uh... It's not a very pretty sight. These were everyday occurrences on my planet. We realize that we have to totally suppress our emotions or die. Over the generations, we have improved and developed our philosophy of total logic to the point we stand at today. That's all very inspiring, Spook. Mm-hmm. What the hell's it got to do with the Romulans? I was getting to that, Jim. 
You see, when my people decided to embrace the philosophy of total logic those many years ago, most segments of the Hephaestian society went along quite readily, except for one, uh, those Hephaestians who were known to chronically imbibe uh, various compounds consisting primarily of ethyl alcohol derivatives. You mean the drunks? Yes, Jim, the drunks. Drunk, sir? No, thank you, sir. I already am, sir. Bronson, shut up. Shut up, sir. Yes, sir. And sit down. You're making me dizzy weaving like that. Aye, sir. Shut up, sir. Sit down, sir. Now, let me get this straight. The only Hephaestians who wouldn't adopt your philosophy of total logic were the drunks. Yes, Jim. That's very nice, Spook. I still don't know who the Romulans are. They are. Who are? The drunks, Jim. You see, when we realized the uh, drunks would always resist our way of life, we simply relocated them to a remote planet in this sector of the galaxy. We gave them ample supplies and equipment for them to take care of all their needs, and we've had no contact with them for over a thousand years. Here, I brought you back your navigator so as not to completely waste our trip. Here's your dizzy, so where's your drunk? I'm very dizzy. Bronson, wake up! Aye, uh, sir! Wake up, sir! Sit down, sir! Shut up, sir! Dr. Femur, you've got to sober this man up. Why? So he can go get drunk. Oy vey. I thought it was that Fakakta intercom that was on the fritz. I was wrong. It's you that's on the fritz. Oops, I'm very sorry, Bronson. That's okay, laddie. Just tell me. Which one is the real Tolstoy? You know something, Bronson? You are the only thing in this room that's not going round and round. That's because you are both weaving in sync. Now will you both shut up and sit down? Aye, sir. sir. Sit, sit down, down, sir. Shut sit up, sir. Look, Femur, I don't have time to explain. Just sober Bronson up right now. The fate of the galaxy may depend on that man. <coughs> the galaxy is doomed. And so, the galaxy is doomed, fate dangling dangerously depending on the disposition of a dipsoid chief engineer. But then, look at our doomsayer, a doctor disastrously devoid of diagnostic determinants, the man who turns tonsillectomies into proctological practicums, and who is given to postprandial speeches of no import whatsoever. Find out what any of this means on the next episode of... Sterling Brunson, Space Engineer! Great stuff, guys. Fantastic. Loved it. But it could use something. Something, mm. Bob. Something, Bob. You know what it needs? What, I give up. I Me know, Bob, too. Thank it God we're out of time for this show. Yeah, angle. you're right. Angle, Although, you know, I can't help but wonder about one thing, though. What? Well, I was just thinking, what, if we played this meeting backwards, it would it contain a satanic message? That's a good question. Yeah, let's find out. All right. But not just... Well, team... I really think the show is great. Great. Really great. What it needs more sin. That's it. Not enough sin. I also could do something else. 
Swell. What? Well, that's all the time we have for this show. Thank Thanks God. to all those who helped make our show possible. Doug Oaken, Sue Zizza, Jason Levy, Betsy Inc., Ryan Williams, I'm Jeff Cross. And I'm Tom Curley. See you next time. Not a bad idea. Shut up. That's not all. It could also use more hate. I love it. I love hate.